you are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio, you're going to want to hear this. All right. Welcome to Interform Podcast. It's me, your girl, Ro on the radio, and I've got a special guest. I say that every time. All my guests are special. It is Seth Kalem. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of uh, Interform Podcast. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tell the people a little bit about you and um, if they've never met you before. First of all, Seth is a model <laughs> and Seth was in the Model Citizen editorial campaigns with the like chiseled facial structure and all that. So I just want to make sure everybody knew that. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, well, my name is Seth Kalem and... Uh, I was born and raised in NWA. And really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm a mixed media visual artist and mm. model. So Absolutely. Yeah. So this episode, we are talking about what it means to be non-binary, kind of giving you um, a little bit more understanding about the non-binary community. And Seth wants to share a little bit about that with you. And Seth, tell me how... Tell, what does it mean to people who may not know? What does it mean to be non-binary? Um, it's hard because I feel like non-binary and gender is very much a individualistic, like spiritual, okay, personal, like um, way to express yourself of when it comes to gender. Um, for me, for instance, I understand that. My soul is both masculine and feminine. It's okay. made up of both masculine and feminine energy. And then when it comes to like my shell or my exterior, it can be perceived as he. And so being non-binary to me kind of just sh is like an outward display of my um, soul's expression of itself, if Ooh. that makes sense. So... Um, Basically, by me being non-binary and by me having they, them pronouns, it shows that or expresses, um, expresses from me anyways, right. that uh, I am separate from the shell. And so it's a lot more of like, I want people to see me as me, as more of, you know, a feminine nurturing type. I'm not going to be that big brooding masculine man that you would expect right yeah so when did you realize that this is how you wanted people to see you or or realize that you are not what society thinks you are or wants you to be or tries to force you to be like what age were you when you decided this is the shell is not how I want to be perceived I would prefer to use pronouns and I am of the non-binary community um, so I'm 21 now, but I was around 19 when I like started to like come to terms and understand because for a while I didn't even fully understand what non-binary meant. Okay. And then once I did understand and I was like, oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> like, that's how I would express myself. Um, that's kind of like when I started or that's when I changed my pronouns and started to like come out and be like, hey, I would rather be addressed this way. But I feel like deep down I had always known because I remember being in like fifth grade or I say fifth grade, I five years old mm -hmm. and I like everybody would be playing and, you know, the tomboys are sitting there like 
playing with their sticks and their like frogs or whatever and then there would be like me and i'm just sitting there and i'm like twirling in a visionary dress that's like not there and you can see that i wasn't you know that sticks and mud kind of boy i was like oh i liked prettier things and i feel like that you know got shut down from outside influences quite a bit but then once I grew into my authenticity and I was like, okay, I can express myself. I can express my gender. That's when I decided to come out and be like, hey, my pronouns, I would r- rather be referred to as they, them. Got it. What about your, what about your parents? How was, was that when you decided to come out, did you come out to them first or did you wait and, and then try to have a conversation with your parents? How did that go? So that's actually the interesting fact is I am out to everybody and except my parents. Oh, okay. So do I need to cut that part out? If they see it, you're all good. Okay. Okay. Um, Just want to be sure. Nah, if they, if they see it, I, it's the sign that it's time for them to know. Okay. But, um, yeah, they, I actually are very conservative and they very Ah. much have the like, black and white view of gender and expression and even my mom like um she'll see me and she's like you've always just like walked the line a little bit or it's like is that a woman's blouse and I'm like yeah actually I feel Hmm. like it looks nice and she's gotten to a point where she understands that and she can be like okay well you it looks good you made it look good but as for like the official pronouns I'm not out to them yet okay so I I feel like with um, pronouns and coming out, especially when it comes to gender and your sexuality, it's like it needs to definitely be on your time when you find fit. Because when it comes to like me introducing myself to everybody else, I'm like, hey, pronouns are they them? Just to let you know. But when it comes to them, I'm like, I'm going to give this one some time that let them my sexuality soak in first absolutely tell me a little bit about your name because we were talking about that before we started recording seth calem tell me about the the last name because this is so cool y'all you gotta (laughs) listen (laughs) so um i was about 17 when i found the name Mm calem but i decided to go and um change my name and start my own legacy kind of to Put, instead of having all of the pressure and mm. like, I, I don't know exactly the word I'm trying to find, but um, the projection, I guess you would say, onto my name of um, me having to be a certain way and fit into this box. And it just felt like that didn't really resonate with me. And I wanted to start my own legacy and be like, you know, this is who I am. And like an affirmation of like me standing in my power and I found the name Calum, and it just resonated in a way that I had never felt before. And um, when I looked up the meanings, it meant uh, heavenly and chiseled. Chis- okay, <laughs> this that's the part that I wanted y'all to really pay attention to, chiseled. Like, you see, so it's perfect. There's no other name that would that would work. So I mean, I appreciate that one. <laughs> You can choose whatever name, but I'm just saying Caleb is an amazing name. How did you find support when you decided that this is who I am? This is my name. Did you find support in your peers? Did you find support in people who 
are older than you because I feel like the older you get, the less you understand. Yeah. And I could be wrong. There, there may be some boomers who get it, but I feel like sometimes we have to find our, our support system within our own peer group in our own age group. Is that how you found your support? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I feel like there's, you know, on occasional instances, there'll be like boomers that are pretty woke and understand things. Okay. But it, okay. It's, it's kind of harder to find those, you know? Yes. But um, I feel like with me, I started really acting authentic to myself. And mm-hmm. when I started expressing myself without putting the limitations of what other people thought I should look like, but I started having fun and making it a like day to day of like, oh, I can wear whatever I want. I'm going to enjoy this for me and not care about the outside. It was like little changes like that attracted a different group of people. And I feel like the more I was in line with my like my energy and not the projected energy that was put on to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've had the support system just like come together of like true understanding people, both part of the non-binary community and both that aren't part of the non-binary community. And I feel like there's been definitely a different level of understanding. And I feel like when you start being authentic to yourself and expressing that you'll attract those people that do the same, that match that wave and your support system will come together. I like that. It sounds like you basically started being more comfortable with yourself and you exude this confidence that attracts other people. Because sometimes when you are not sure about yourself, you can attract people. It might be the wrong people. But when you're confident and you're, like you said, walking in your power, then other people see that and they either want to do the same thing or they feel the same way and want to be around someone who's like-minded. Now, when I, I, I have this, when I was younger, like when I was younger, I there was a term called androgynous. Yeah. Like I, my biggest idol in this whole wide world is Grace Jones. And Grace Jones was considered to be androgynous because she is a woman who presented masculine features because she had super short hair and she was, she presented as a little aggressive and Prince presented as androgynous because he wore high heels and and makeup, David Bowie. So what would be, what would you say the difference is between androgynous and non-binary? I feel like, so androgyny, I feel like is a visual aesthetic that a lot of people try to Ah. hit. While non-binary is more of a broad spectrum over uh, several gender identities and several different types of gender expressions wow so i feel like androgyny would be a certain just one point that would hit a certain demographic underneath that umbrella of non-binary but not Mm -hmm. necessarily be the whole spiel that makes so much sense because when you say that and androgynous to me is just like an outward appearance it's not it's not the core of who someone is it's just how they look right it seems a little bit more aesthetic than being non-binary i feel like being non-binary is like inside in your your soul and how you feel and not just in how you look yeah because i I, with 
being non-binary, you can express yourselves a million different ways. I mean, if you're non-binary, but you feel like you want to present yourself more masculine on a certain day, you can do that no matter what your like assigned gender at birth was. Ah. Well, like androgyny is a lot of people like I've noticed really, really like androgyny, whether they are presenting it themselves or they're just drawn to it. And it's just, you know, a very individual experience on how people decide to walk that line. Absolutely. What would you say to someone who is non-binary but is having trouble uh, finding a support system or basically deciding who they are and how to be more comfortable in their in their own skin? Like, what advice would you give to someone? Um, definitely one step at a time. I okay. mean, we... Like we're here for like a hundred years as of now. Mm -hmm. And you know, you don't have to just like wake up and put all this pressure on you and be like, you know, I don't feel like a man today. Like what am I? And all that it's like, it can be very overwhelming. It is a very strong feelings when it comes to certain things like that. Right. But, um, if you just take it and you realize like, Hey, like how do I want to express myself? Like if you go in and you just kind of, take those little steps on being truer to yourself and do just minor things that, you know, push you out of your comfort zone, but are something that you want to do, whether that's expressing yourself, acting a certain way, you know, telling your best friend your pronouns, but like, Hey, keep it between us. But just so like, you know, I want to try this out. Like just little things like that can really help not only make you, start feeling the power and being seen for who you truly are, but you'll start to see the support system kind of come together. That makes sense. I feel like people may think that there is a a time limit. Like I have to decide this now. I have to decide who I am right now and be that person going forward. And what you said is take your time. It's not, it's not an overnight process. It's not an overnight thing. It's something that you, grow into is something that you feel is something you kind of experiment with maybe this works for you maybe this this doesn't and you have to give yourself time to to be confident enough to make that decision decision to tell people what your pronouns are I like that truly yeah because you're constantly evolving I feel like you can't right you can't just put a time limit on your evolution like you need to be able to just that's a word grow (laughs) I like that. How I would ask this, what's something that you want people who don't understand? And, and we talked about this before we started recording, but like I said, I have two, I'm of two minds when it comes to, to explaining things to people. I feel like on one hand, I think it is helpful to educate people on different communities, on the non-binary community so that they, Maybe if they understand, then they would have a, a, a level of respect. But I, I am also of the mind that you don't have to understand wh- who someone is to show them respect. So do you feel a responsibility to educate people? Do you, is that something that is, is tiresome to you or that you dread it? Because I feel like sometimes, in the, like for example, in the black community, Sometimes I don't feel like I should have to explain to you why 
I require the same respect as anyone else. I don't have to explain to you our history. I don't have to explain to you why you can't touch my hair. But at the same time, I do. One day I may feel like, you know what? This may be helpful to somebody. And maybe they will think twice before they say certain things or do something, certain things. And if we understand each other, maybe we can get along a lot better. Do you feel a responsibility to educate people on the non-binary community? Not, not with just with this podcast, but like when you're out in the world and someone asks you a question, do you get irritated or do you see this as an opportunity to educate them? Um, I definitely see it as an opportunity okay. to educate. So it depends on like, you know, different tones and like For sure. the way they're approaching you. But I feel like it's really important that everybody's kind of got that understanding and that mm-hmm. it's not a scary thing because like, you know, I could catch a lot of hate by wearing like a shawl and being presenting myself more feminine. But like if you were to come ask and you realize I'm no harm to you i'm just like here's how i choose to express myself and like it's all very much like individual feeling from person to person like expressing that not everybody's going to get it and that's not on you that's on them um but i think it is important to educate i i feel like definitely it is up to that person that you are educating or that you're teaching it's up to them to actually take that knowledge and not necessarily agree with it, but like retain it and be understanding. But if they're not, you can't sit around and wait on them because you, it's more important to understand yourself. Right. You did your part. Yeah. They can either choose to accept the feedback and information that you gave them or, or they can't, but at least you can say when you leave that situation that I educated this person the best way I knew how, and they chose to either, receive it or not receive it. What are some things that you want people to know about the non-binary community that they may not otherwise know? Like, is it okay for someone to assume that you have pronouns? For someone who doesn't even know you, just walk up to you and be like, what are your pronouns? Does that offend you? Or does that, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel seen. It's Mm. something that... It makes me feel seen for who I am. And I feel like when I when I get asked my pronouns, I know I'm doing what I was put on this earth to do. Great. Because I feel like when they're like, hey, what are your pronouns? And I get the opportunity to say they, them. And I feel like that is that enough is educating. It's that enough is educating towards people who automatically assume that I feel like I feel like in a way what you're saying is it's kind of a relief, right? Instead of having to correct someone that misgenders you, then they already know. So they are already leading with respect, right? Yeah, yeah it's it comes in. I don't feel like I have to approach it and be like, "Hey, just so you know," and I don't have to be fearful for their action or a reaction to like what I have to say it makes me feel seen in a sense of like okay I'm like my inner is being expressed on the outer if that makes sense so that definitely makes sense yeah I feel like it definitely makes me feel like 
I've expressed myself in a way that does my internal justice. The people actually get it and they actually yes. see you. That That is powerful about being seen. Do you get upset when people misgender you automatically and just call you he? Um, I no. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. I, I understand why it would be upsetting okay. for people because it can be triggering. And I right. have like when people do know and I get called he, sometimes I'm just like, mm, that, that that wasn't me, but I understand. Mm-hmm. And the reason I understand is because, you know, I was talking about how uh, I feel there's a difference between a separation between your soul and your body, your shell, your shell. Yeah. I feel like my shell, it is a he, so no, you weren't wrong, but that's because you're only using your eyes. Oh, But once you actually have like that understanding, like I, my soul, who I am at my core is they, them It is both the masculine and the feminine. Absolutely. Any final thoughts before we, close the episode if someone wants to maybe talk to you uh, maybe get some feedback or advice from you is that is that okay is that can they reach out to you maybe on your instagram or? yeah okay i yeah for sure i would love to if you guys want to reach out i would love to be able to help and you know like hear some of your stories and maybe share mine because you know i've had a, a crazy story when it comes to my sexuality and my upbringing right and i i feel like i can understand from several different perspectives when it comes to that and i would just if you have any questions i'm here to support i'm here to educate doesn't matter if you're part of the community or you're just curious about the community i'm that's great. Yeah. I love that you're so positive and willing to educate people. I, Like I said, I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm in the mood to educate people, and sometimes I'm like annoyed and I dread it, and I feel like I shouldn't have to. But I really appreciate your perspective, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Tell people where you can be reached. What's your Instagram? My Instagram is just going to be my name. It's going to be Seth Calum. Uh, okay. C-A- C-A-E-L-U-M. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Seth, for joining me. That was Interform Podcast. I'm Ro on the radio. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's interform.art and Facebook. It's Interform Fashion. You can also visit our website. It's www.interform.art. Thank you so much, Seth. Thank you. You are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this.